Hey everyone, we're Silver Pilled Podcast. I'm Harrison. And I'm Lowell. And if you want to share an experience with anything paranormal or unexplained, shoot us an email at silverpilled at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, check us out at Instagram at Silver Pilled Podcast. We're back again for another fantastic episode, we hope, we know, of Silverpilled. Obviously, it's a fantastic episode. It's Silverpilled. That's I it. Mean, aren't they all fantastic? Yep. I guess it all depends on who you ask. But <laughs> uh, but tonight, we aren't alone. We have a pretty special guest on. Now, this guest is actually another family member who... I was able to pest and hassle enough to come on and tell <laughs> her stories. Um, she's my mother-in-law. Her name is Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi. Hi, Harrison. Hi, Lowell. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Well, thank you for giving in to me pesting you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> what really interested me and why I wanted to get you on i've been i've been pesting you to come on because you have a lot of stories that you've told me over the years but something specific that fairly recently happened to you as our listeners know lowell and i've been talking quite a bit about dreams and what they could be what they can mean especially in a biblical aspect or a spiritual aspect and you i don't know if it's because you heard us talking about it on our show or if it was just something that occurred to you or came up in conversation, but you told my wife, Heather, your daughter, that you had had a very, very, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, disturbing dream lately, yeah. recently, um, that I really wanted you to come on the show and share not only with Lowell, but also our audience. And I wanted to hear it from you because I, I had only heard it from Heather previously. All right. Yeah. So when did this dream happen, Linda? This happened probably about maybe a month ago. It's pretty recent. Okay. Well, if um you wouldn't yeah. mind going into it, it. All right. Well, I mean, I was uh first I want to say that when I go when I go to bed, I usually leave the TV on. I usually go to sleep to the sound of the TV. And then after a while of inactivity, the TV will go into a like a screensaver mode. So it'll still cast light in the room. 
And um, I was sleeping and I just woke up for some reason. And when I opened my eyes, I looked down towards the foot of my bed and there was two beings standing in front of my closet at the foot of my bed. And they were, they were gray. Now, the best way I can ex- describe what they looked like was like if you were to take a sheet and put it over your head, like you're trying to be a ghost when you were a kid, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and and you just see the outline of your head and your shoulders, and it goes straight down. Well, these were gray. They obviously were not sheets, but they were gray, and and and, and you see the shape of their head, and only one shoulder on one side, and they both were exactly the same. They just mm-hmm. look like, like as if they had only one right arm or something. But that's what they looked like. They were odd looking, and and I was staring at them, and one was. Oh, I did measure it later on. One was about seven foot five inches tall. The other one was about five foot. They were standing side by side. And as I stared at them, one of them, a smaller one, kind of floated over a, over to the bed and above me and then went down over the top of me and disappeared. And then, and it was blocking the view of the taller one. And so after it disappeared, I looked up and the other one has had vanished. So I got out of bed and I walked to the foot of the bed where they stood and I looked around where they were. And I, and I was also trying to get up close and get an idea how tall that one was because it was so big. And so then I turned around, and I was going back to the bed. And as I was walking back to the bed, I could hear some noise on on the floor. Now, I got to admit, when I put my pajamas on, I usually have them folded under a pillow on the bed, but I usually take the clothes that I took off and throw them on the floor. And so over where my clothes were on the floor, I I could hear some rustling and noises down there. And it almost sounded like something growling. Well, it was something growling. And, And I reached over to pull you know start pulling my clothes off to see what it was and it was fighting back and it was like it didn't want to be seen so it was pulling the clothes back as I was trying to pull them up so we're doing a tug of war and so I finally got down onto my knees and sat on sat on my legs and thought maybe I'd get more leverage that way and I started pulling but I was losing my strength I was I felt weak and as I pulled it was pulling back and, and, and oddly, I, I all of a sudden, even though I didn't have that many clothes down there, I, my lap was starting to get closed, uh, filled up with, with clothing. And I was getting tangled in it. I was getting entangled in it. And so my arm uh, started getting entangled in it, too. And I was t- getting kind of stuck on the floor. And it was kind of making me nervous because I was, I, I, I was having trouble moving. And then I looked up at the bed and I could see uh, see another being on my bed on the edge of the bed and that being was um, it was wearing black this one was wearing black and it had a, a cloak or a robe on I couldn't see a face um, just like the other ones I couldn't see an arm per se but it it reached out its arm over me and it had on the bottom of the fabric, if you will, it had some like burning. It looked like, it looked like burning 
coals almost it, it was flickering mm. and kind of like you know when you have a campfire and it's going real good you're sitting there staring at the fire and you can see inside you know where the wood is burning and it's kind of yeah. red and yeah. you know and you're flickering and so it was kind of like that mm. and it was all along the sleeve and it was like a sleeve like they wear in the biblical times you know like those robes the long hanging sleeves yeah. I, I think they still wear those in the Middle East, even those kind of robes. So it was hanging all along the bottom of that um, robe and it started dripping and it was kind of heavy, kind of glopping down little drips. Mm. And, 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 and I could see that the red was kind of sparkling a little bit like glitter and, and, it, and it was dripping, but I could feel no sense of any heat at all. And then it, then I started falling, started being pushed backwards and I didn't see a hand on me per se, pushing me backwards, but it started to push me backwards and I did not want to go backwards. I didn't want it to tip me over. So I put out um, my left hand onto the floor and I was bracing myself up with my arm and fighting this thing from pushing me over. And uh, and I was getting weaker and weaker as I was as I was holding myself up. So then I started crying and, and screaming out to the Lord. You know, I keep, kept calling out and calling out. But the thing was, I was so weak and I felt like I was um, being suffocated mm -hmm. and I could hardly breathe. And so as I was being pushed backwards, um, you could hardly hear my voice. It was so muffled and, and so soft because I couldn't get um, I couldn't get enough enough oxygen to scream out, and so I just kept I kept trying to scream and trying to scream and calling out the Lord and trying to scream and trying to scream until finally it disappeared. It was gone, and hmm. I looked around and the room seemed back to normal, and I looked over. The dogs were sleeping. I thought, how can you have slept through all of that? And um, and so then I called up onto the bed and pulled the covers up close. And I was looking around the room and waiting for something else to happen. But I didn't feel anything in there anymore. I didn't see anything anymore. So I, I finally um, drifted off to sleep. And um, when I woke up the next morning, that was the first thing that was on my mind was that dream. And so I got up and looked around the room and I thought, you know, that, that dream was so real. And, and then my arm was sore, which I thought was really good. Oh, the wow. arm that I was bracing myself with was really sore. And the thing is with my dreams, you know, I dream about the house. You know, I have dreams where I'm in my house. I have dreams where I'm out on the property. But in my dreams, normally, my house is... My house, but it's not my house. You know what I mean? It's a little bit different. The rooms are usually always bigger and arranged a little differently. And the same with the property. It's my property, but not exactly like my property. But in this dream, my bedroom was exactly how it normally was when I'm not dreaming. It, there, there was no changes. The dimensions were identical. Everything, it just seemed so real. And when, my, when I found that my, my arm that I was bracing myself with was really sore, and it was sore for about two days. And I thought, oh my, oh my. was that, was that a dream? I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it meant. 
I know it was it was creepy. And to this day, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was real or not. I don't know what you think, but. <laughs> so what makes you think that it was a dream, Linda? Because you, because you crawled back into bed and fell back to sleep or. Well, the one thing that made me think it was a dream is because when I was down there trying to pull uh, my clothes off of whatever it was that was underneath them, I found that I had more clothes in my lap and I was starting to get entangled in clothes. However, mm -hmm. I didn't have that many clothes on the floor. So that's why I thought it was a dream. But that's the only thing. Other than that one thing, everything else seems so real to me. You know, I mean, there was nothing else that, that, that was, everything else seemed real. Even, I'm, I'm just curious, um, and this is just coming from me, I've never had <laughs> a, a dream where I went back to bed and went back to sleep. When, when I... Right. It's like if I'm having any kind of dream, I just wake up and I'm like, oh, was that? Right. Yeah, it must have been a dream because that's that's what kind of gets me. And I don't know if that happens to you. Um, if you've had dreams where you've gone back to bed and gone back to sleep before, if that was kind of new, too. Well, you know, um, I've never had any really bad dreams that woke me up like this. Not not like, you know, where I, it was frightening like that as, as, as much as... Um, I'm thinking, because Heather asked me that too. And I told her that um, because there's been so much paranormal activity in this house for 30, 33, 34 years, in a way I've gotten used to it. Does that make sense? Mm. I've kind of gotten used to it. Okay. And so the, the fact that I did fall back to sleep, I'm thinking, because I wondered that too, why, why did I fall back to sleep? But I, I'm thinking it's because I've, had, I've, been, I've encountered it so much through the years that in a way I've gotten used to it. Mm. I mean, if daggers started flying through the air at me, well, that would be different. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, it, yeah, I, I think it's because I've had so much experience with the paranormal in this house for so many years. And so I, I think that's why I fell back to sleep. If that, if I, if oh, it was Lord. a dream or not a dream, I don't know. It's in my personal opinion, and I don't want to like, feed the thought at all but like Lovell said I I don't even remember waking up in a dream you know what I mean I don't I don't remember sleeping in a dream mm -hmm. it's like it's like the movie Inception you know where you if you go yeah. to sleep but then you go to sleep in the dream and so on and so forth I don't and maybe it's just me because I very rarely remember mm -hmm. my dreams but I don't ever recall waking up in my bed contemplating whether it was a dream if i'm dreaming or not and then going back to bed yeah. at the end of it just to wake up again to me it almost sounds like an experience because of that and i mean your arm mm -hmm. hurt for no. days now yeah. i yeah. have had dreams where something is hurting in my dream a some sort of a body part i you know i can't say like a foot because i get toe cramps we'll just say that i'll in my dream i stub my okay. toe and yeah. my foot, foot mm -hmm. hurts really bad and i wake up to a toe cramp right now right was right. chicken or the egg was the toe cramp the reason why i was dreaming that i stubbed my toe or did i sleepwalk you know stub my toe right <laughs> and then wake, <laughs> go back to bed and wake up with a sore toe i don't know but those are kind of that's still kind of an oddity. It uh, is. I agree. So there were three 
different entities. The shorter right. one that, like you said, hovered over you and then it disappeared. Can you give a little bit more detail about that? Did it like shoot somewhere or did it just like kind of no. turn into a mist and vanish? No, it kind of seemed like it settled into me or went through me, through my body. Oh, wow. oh so yeah, it kind of like levitated yeah, that, over you and then sunk down yes. into you. Yes. Oh. Either in me or through me. I don't I do not know. It was that was really creepy. Yeah. And I don't know what that wow. was about. But yeah. And then the tall one disappeared at that point. That was still standing in the closet. Yes. And you had to have well, gotten in front a, of the closet. Yeah. Okay. And you had to have gotten a very good look at them in order to be able to go back and take such an accurate measurement too. Well, the way I could do that is because because um, I did have that little bit of light from the uh, TV and I could see where it was in, in relation to the TV because that's right beside the closet and also the framework uh, around the closet. Okay. So I had okay. a, had a, so I was able to determine the height based on the frame and the, and the TV because it was right beside the closet. They both are right there. Yeah. That's and very interesting um the the black entity that put its hand out towards you did you see like mm -hmm. did that one have two shoulders as well or one shoulder as well well no it, it was it was leaning over as though it was kind of kind of um le sitting on the bed and on its on its side kind of and okay. so i only saw oddly i only saw one arm on that I didn't oh. see the other one, I, or not even an arm. Like I said, it was in like a a, a, a robe. Okay. And and the robe was hanging. Yeah. So I didn't actually see its arm, but I saw the robe outstretched, and I got the sense that it wasn't even actually touching me and pushing me down. That it was just, it was just pushing me down without touching me somehow. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't. I don't remember it touching me at all. I just was being pushed back. I got the. I was being pushed back and pushed down on. It was trying to push me on my back. I don't know what to make about the one arm thing. That's pretty odd that the other two <laughs> only had either. one arm. I don't know mm -hmm. if I've ever heard of anything like that. I I never have. Well, that was the sh yeah, and that was that was the shape of it. Whether it had one or two arms, I don't sure. know. But that was the shape of it, and and yeah, it was it was really strange. And they were identical. Both the tall one and the short one were identical in in the shape of them. Yeah, That's so they were the same creature entity species whatever whatever you want to call it they were the same and the animal oh go ahead go ahead level no i was just curious the animals act didn't act at all even like the next morning they didn't act no. out of character okay nope, nope. <laughs> that's why i said when i got up i thought how could you have slept that's what i was thinking was how could you have slept through that <laughs> everything that just happened how could you have slept through that yeah i was kind of frustrated with them why didn't you wake up yeah <laughs> But you hear that a lot in um, abduction cases as well, where the animals or the people or anybody else that's not the focal point of that entity is like dead asleep, like can't be aroused or awakened oh. at all. What does Ellie Marzuli call it? Um, UFO brain fog or something? Something like that. Yeah, where you just don't even mm -hmm. don't even register what's going on. Yeah, they did. They just laid there and continued sleeping. They didn't move. But yeah, like like I said, when I woke up, everything was normal. The dogs were asleep. And it's like really, you didn't see any of that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so what do you but think? But then Heather it was? had an experience. 
where she where our dog did see it and had her hackles up but we'll get heather on your show one of these days yeah i'm still she's <laughs> and still you know kind the story of, i'm talking about yeah she she told me i could tell it and i might at some point i don't know if she'll ever come on the show yeah. to say it not out of being shy i think she really doesn't like reliving it she has a tough so, time yeah, even with true. with me sure. asking questions about it she really doesn't like reliving sure. that um, yeah i don't blame her so linda in your heart in your gut what do you think all that was about do you think it was a dream like i said um I kind of do think that I was actually real because of my sore arm. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I don't know that it was a dream, but, but then again, I can't explain it. I can't, the, the fabric on the floor, like I told you, the fabric on the, the clothing on the floor that I was getting entangled on is where I'm stuck, whether it was a dream or whether it was real, because I really, I think all I had on the floor was maybe my jeans, a pair of socks and, and a shirt. I could be wrong, but I think that's all it was. And um, so that's where I'm stuck on it. Yeah, that's where I'm thinking dream. But then the rest of it, my sore arm, I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe not. Hmm. What, why would my arm be sore? I don't understand that. Yeah, and a... it was the arm I was leaning on. Almost seems like something was trying to if it was a dream, I don't know. But if, if something was trying to push you down and get you down onto the floor to tie you up almost, it's just what it sounds like to me. I could be way out what, of with the field. clothes, with the, with the clothes on the, floor, on the floor and then the being pushing her oh, down yeah, towards yeah, the yeah. floor again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I didn't know if the thing that was in black and the, and the, 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 the fire and all that stuff, that that was a, a, a demonic entity i don't know so you didn't feel any like sense of overwhelming we, fear or dread or anything like that yeah i was no no i was i was i was i was feeling that because uh, okay. i was afraid that if it was demonic that they were trying to pull me down into hell to be honest with you okay wow that they were trying to push me push me down because because of the fact that it was wearing a black cloak that was kind of had fire on it yeah but i kept calling out and calling out and calling out and finally it disappeared i kept calling out to the lord finally finally it went away it almost sounds like sleep paralysis but with the ability to get out of bed and move around uh -huh. i mean being in yeah. sleep paralysis cases when people try to call out to the name yeah. of jesus they almost can't even like muster up the voice to do it you know like they, like linda said could, like you're being like choked out yeah yeah, I was in it. And, and I just, like I said, I felt like um, I was being suffocated. I couldn't breathe. Hmm. Plus I was getting weak. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what to think about that, but it almost sounds real. I know it doesn't I know. sound <laughs> great to say it, but. It does to me too. Do you not know or what it meant? It, it bears all the same hallmarks as other you know, like Lowell said, UFO encounters or abduction encounters, I should say, and sleep mm -hmm. paralysis, like it, it almost hits all those to a T, you know, if, mm -hmm. I mean, granted, you listen to us, so maybe we give you bad dreams and that's on your mind, <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> but it just, it bears all, a lot of similar resemblances to that. I have a tough time with where I am and what I've been looking into. I have a really tough time believing that it was a dream i think that there really is mm -hmm. there is more going on in our minds 
while right. we sleep. And I think that, well, I know that the enemy can tap into it. I mean, if God can tap into it, I'm sure uh, the enemy has figured out some sort of a way to do it as well. Yep, I agree. Um, yep. Other than that, I a lot of that stuff is just no thank you. I'd rather that never happen to me, mm -hmm. if at yes. all possible. Exactly. Right. I don't want it to ever happen to me again either. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so you also mentioned there that you've lived in a, a haunted house for 30 plus years. I mean, you, you teased us with that. Do you have any other stories you want to share? Well, gosh, I got a lot of stories. Um, I can. Uh, yeah. Um, when Heather was probably, I'm going to say she's probably three years old. Um, I had been down the basement doing laundry and I had folded up her clothes and it was in the evening and I came upstairs and I went bebopping in her room. I didn't turn the light on or, or anything. I just went right in there. Da, 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 da. And all of a sudden I stopped dead in my tracks. I felt something so evil and so demonic that all of my hair on my body stood on end, all of it. And the room was, it's so hard to explain. The room was thick and black, blacker than normal black. It was black. And it was almost like every square inch of that room was alive with evil. It was, it was awful. It was frightening. And um, that's the most scary thing I have experienced in this, in this house. And um, my first reaction to that was to run out of the whole house. And I didn't because I thought, wait a minute, my three-year-old daughter lives in this room. This thing, this demon is in my, my little girl's room. So um, I stood my ground. And I rebuked it in the name of Jesus to get out of that, get out of the house. And it left and it's never been back. I've had other entities in the house, but I have not had that one, that evil, evil, evil thing that was in her room. That's, that's scary. I don't know yeah, what I would was, do if I felt that in my kid's room. That's just, but yeah. Hmm. Well, like I said, for me, the mom kicked in, the mother kicked in in me and I stood my ground. And I, I, yeah. I rebuked it and it did leave. So I wasn't going to let it stay in there with my little girl. I didn't care what it was going to do to me. It was not going to stay in there with my daughter. So I got real brave that day or that <laughs> evening. And then, um, I, so I don't know what you guys think about that, but it, it was pretty creepy. I would have to say that's a, a demonic spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Especially going after children. Um, yeah. Oh, it definitely was. And my wife's an angel. I don't know. If she'll probably listen to this episode. So <laughs> I'll score me some cookie points or brownie points. Oh, I'm sure she will. She um, is She is my angel, too. <laughs> so this will be the episode yeah. Harrison forces her to listen to. Yeah, no so kidding. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's very supportive. Okay, I got to say, shout out to Heather, my lovely, wonderful wife. She gave me such a hard time because we didn't shout her out in the new year episode and oh. so <laughs> shout out to my lovely wife heather and your mom's a witness so <laughs> anyways yep. yeah that's that's <laughs> demonic that i mean being able to change the atmosphere the density of the room oh, yeah. 
I think that there's more to yeah, our sixth sense that meets the eye. And, and the thing is, you know that you know that you know. I knew that that thing was demonic. Mm -hmm. That thing was mm -hmm. extremely evil. If it wasn't the devil himself, I don't know what it was. But it mm -hmm. was definitely, definitely demonic. Yeah. And thank, thank you, Jesus. It's never been, been in this house since. Well, praise the so Lord. So I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, so you want you... me to tell the other? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to ask ahead, about that. You said you've, you've had more experiences in that house. So I was wondering what. Well, I had another experience. This I was not. It was not a dream. This was um, this was several years ago, years and years ago uh, when Heather was still little. I was laying in bed and it was in this room again. But um I kind of, you know, you kind of wake up in the middle of the night and open your eyes and roll over and go back to sleep. That's, that's kind of what mm -hmm. I did. And, and I'm sorry I didn't look at the times for these dreams to see how close in time they are when they happen. But this was um, not a dream. I should, it's, it wasn't a dream, but I, I'm still curious about the time. Um, and I, and I looked, I looked down at the foot of the bed and there was a red light maybe it was an orb. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't in front of my husband and it wasn't between us in the bed. It was, it was right at the foot of the bed in front of me. And I'm looking at it. And the first thing I thought was, well, we have a, an arm wall at the foot of the bed and it has the TV on the top of it. And it has the uh, receiver for the satellite dish. And so at first I thought it was a light on, on the satellite dish. But then as I got a little bit more awake, and I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, wait a minute, that's about even with the third drawer on that armoire. Hmm. It was in front of the armoire. And as I was staring at this red light, the smoke started emanating around it, kind of like cigarette smoking. You know, it was kind of moving and twirling. Okay. And the red light was, re was, was reflecting in that smoke. So it was oh, turning wow. red. And it was, it was, yeah, so it was, and it was round, just like the light and, and, and trolling and, and I'm looking at it and trying to figure out what on earth it is. Plus I'm thinking, how long has that thing been at the foot of my bed staring at me while I'm sleeping? And so I, I didn't know if I should wake up Todd or not. I, I thought about waking him up and I thought, no, no, I won't wake him up. But I, I kind of regret that I didn't wake him up. So he could have seen it too. But or maybe it would have vanished when I did. Who knows? But I decided that I didn't like it. I didn't know what it was. And I wanted it out of my house. And so I rebuked it and, and cast it out. But I didn't verbalize that. I thought it. And the second that thought came to, through my mind, it immediately started moving down at the foot of my bed. And getting just slowly and getting lower and lower and lower. And then pretty soon I couldn't see the red light anymore but I could still see the smoke that was around it and then it started getting lower and lower and lower and then it disappeared and I don't know where it went I don't know if it went through my floor and down through my basement I have no clue but um, I was not sleeping through that I was wide awake I don't know what it was but it was a red it was a red light whatever it was have you ever heard of anything like that um, I've heard of um, blue lights mainly but I, well, I did hear, hear somebody talk about kind of a red light. It was more like something 
she didn't see the source but it was just being emanated from somewhere in a room in in a different room than what she was in but it kind of had the same i don't think she said it was smoke but kind of that it was twisting and turning the light was so she never saw the source oh, but no. like like if brake lights shine through the window of your of your house if somebody parks a vehicle up real close to a window and like the brake lights shine in and they cast all the shadows into somewhere um that's the only well, other time yeah. i've yeah. heard of a, a red light like that i've never heard of a red orb yeah yeah it was really weird and no we have um actually i have blackout curtains on my windows oh, and okay. so and our bedroom faces the main road so at night you know all the the curtains are pulled so it was nothing that could possibly have shined through the window because the window the, the drapes were pulled closed and they're thick because they're blackout drapes okay yeah and to play off of that too i mean when you say the main road your main road is like a never taking care of dirt road you don't live off of a right. of a highway a paved highway right. it's you're up in the mountains of colorado with dirt roads and you know, you need a truck or a Subaru to go in and out of that, that main road. So it's right. not like it's heavy traffic. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, didn't what they write about red orbs in the skinwalkers at the Pentagon? No, those were blue orbs. Those were blue as well. Okay. For some well, reason, I thought they were red. Hmm. That's a, a couple of questions I had was, did all this activity start at the house or did you experience this beforehand? Like anywhere else you what, lived? What or... Oh, no. Uh, no, I, you know, Todd and I were talking about that earlier. And he's, I, I've never had any experiences like this to speak of in any other place I've ever lived, except this house. Hmm. That's it. Isn't okay. that strange? So, um, yeah. But then up here in Teller County, there is a lot of paranormal activity in, in Teller County for some reason. And I, I don't know what could cause it. Um, I mean, I've been to the local graveyard that's five miles away from here. And the only thing I, I noticed when I was kind of wandering through there um, is that there were a lot of people that died on the same day. And mm. one of the tombstones had mentioned a fire. And so I'm thinking, oh. but I don't know that a group of people say in a house fire would have caused all of this paranormal activity that happens up here because i've talked and talked to other neighbors and they've had paranormal activity in their homes as well in this subdivision and um oh, wow. i uh, before it was a subdivision it used to from what i understand it used to be a cattle ranch mm. so I, mm. I can't figure out what but then we have this all through teller county this paranormal activity it, it i don't understand why there's such a concentration of it well, we've yeah. talked about Rampart Range before and how that's like a hot spot. I knew, personally knew um, some practicing witches through a previous job that I had way back in the day that, and they were out of mm -hmm. the witchcraft, but they would tell me that if they wanted to do anything, spells, uh, magic or anything like that, they would go to Rampart Range. I mean, they said that was the place to go. Mm -hmm. So I could have sworn I heard at some point that in the area you live without being too specific, but the area that you live that there was something to do maybe heather told me that there was something to do with like native americans and i might just be remembering things wrong we do we do have some bent trees on our property I, i've heard that the indians for some reason bent trees you know made i don't know there was something spiritual about 
spiritual about bending trees or causing the growth. I don't. I, have you ever heard that? Oh, I heard it for like trail markers because the Utes, trail marker. That's what I heard. I could be wrong. Uh -huh. um, for the Native okay. Americans, the Utes were in that area, and I think they would travel up because uh, uh, Garden of the Gods was there, where they would go to commune with the with the spirits. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull this out from memory. So if this is wrong, all my listeners don't get mad at me. This has been a long time ago that I learned about this stuff. Mm. So they yeah. would they would travel through, I mean, that whole that whole area, Pikes Peak region there, back and forth. And then later the Knights of the Golden Circle would hide treasure and would bend and manipulate trees for treasure markers as well. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. But that's a whole nother subject um so those are the two <laughs> okay well maybe i need maybe i need to get a shovel then huh <laughs> right, yeah. i don't know you're you might get more paranormal activity <laughs> yeah 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 i could <laughs> especially if i dig up bones <laughs> that wouldn't be good <laughs> the the glowing orbs in the room and the shadow figures at the foot of the bed well not shadow figures but entities at the foot of the bed all are reminiscent of the stuff the the hitchhikers from skinwalkers at the pentagon book where these people would visit uh, oh really yeah they'd visit skinwalker ranch and they would after that they would come back and they would have they would wake up and there'd be um tall black entities standing at the foot of their beds even their family oh. members it would affect like their kids yeah. like the one son had right. an orb that would come in and it was a blue orb, but it would like fly around his room in circles. It's just weird that that connection is it, very close to what they had. So I was going to ask you, have you ever been on Skinwalker Ranch? No, <laughs> no. And I, after hearing that, I don't think I do want to ever go there. <laughs> right. That's all I need is bring those things. And I've got enough. I got enough stuff going on here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What's underneath your yeah, bedroom, no, I, Linda, in your house? Um, it's this the uh, spare bedroom in the basement. Okay. The, there's a bedroom underneath there. I find it yeah. curious that in both instances, it's going through the floor. Whether it was trying to force yeah. you through the floor or the red orb that drops, you know. Through the floor. Through the floor. It's like it's. Yeah. It, it's strange that it's they're both. I mean, if you think of like an orb in the stories I've heard, they go zooming in and out of rooms through a doorway, through a window, through a wall, even. Right. Maybe right. the floor, I you know, but it I, maybe I'm grasping at straws, but it just seems kind of odd that in both circumstances, there was attention being drawn to the floor. So I wonder, yeah. I wonder, do you have any weird artifacts down there in the basement that could be conjuring up? strange things for you guys um i do have some indian pottery mm. that i bought in an indian mm. in a, at an indian store that is it in authentic downstairs or is it... in the, it's authentic it's uh, a friend of mine owned an indian store and divide at one time and i bought they would go to the different um places and get um Indian artwork from the Indians. That's how they made a living, making pottery and things. And I do have some pottery down there. But when I bought that with the designs and stuff on it, um, we talked about their ceremonies and stuff. And she said they don't normally put anything religious that means anything to them 
on any of their artwork and sell it to anyone because it's um, it's precious to them hmm. and they revere it. And so she said they, because we got in a conversation about it, she says they don't put anything on anything they sell to tourists or who, whomever, you know, in an Indian store. So, because hmm. I was kind of concerned about bringing something like that into the house. But yes, I do have Indian pottery down there that is authentic. So that's something I don't know. Maybe I mean that's I I think there's something to that too because it's in the Bible, you know, cursed objects when uh-huh. at at, yeah. at the walls of Jericho and God got angry that um a- Achan Achan brought the cursed objects. But uh-huh. so I mean, you could back that theory up biblically. I know a lot of our stuff is speculation. Right. We always try to look at stuff through a biblical lens. But mm-hmm. it just makes you wonder if maybe something could be attached to that. I wonder if the people that sold it to you, was it on sale? Was it like a 50% <laughs> off? They're like, please, please. Well, here, if you take, <laughs> no. if you take that, we'll throw in two more. <laughs> well, let me get yeah, them out no, of this but... locked box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, actually, the stuff I bought was not actually inexpensive. It was, it was, uh, okay. it was kind of expensive at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Because of, because of the size of them and stuff. Because I sure. liked Indian artwork at the time. I was really into Indian artwork. So I have sand paintings and things like that. And kachinas. I do have some kachinas. But again, she said they won't sell anything to you that um, that means something to them. Because they would be cheapening, cheapening their religion. They would, not, sure. they would not be respecting their religion by just frivolously putting it on anything and selling it to just anybody. Well, that's actually pretty classy do you know the history of the house at all well actually we bought this house from the the from the couple that built it and so the house when we yeah so just the one just the one uh there was just one other owner beside us and they're the ones that happened to have built it and we met them when we did the closing yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I thought I would think about that too. Who lived here? What happened? Did somebody die in it, or you know? But no, we bought it from the people that built it. And Todd and I talked about that too, as well. My husband talked about that too. He he's had a lot of paranormal activities, not so much in this house. He's had some in this house, but back east because he's from New Jersey, and of course everything's really old back there because that's where our country began. And um, he's lived in two different houses. One his his father was a contract and a builder contractor and a builder and he said that his dad built one house and they lived in that one and he had he had paranormal activity in that brand new house that he had mm. built and then they had built they had bought a second house that he that they uh, renovated and lived in that house and he had the same identical paranormal activity in the other house so one somebody had lived in many people because these are old houses except well of course for the one that that my father-in-law built but um the the other one was older like 100 years they're like your house they're really really old mm-hmm. back there old homes and um so but he had the same exact experience where the rooms got distorted and they could hear voices and they get louder and louder and come to a crescendo. And he says, I don't Now That would have scared me if I was in room started distorting on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah. And hearing, hearing things, but yeah, he said that he had the same exact experience in both a brand new house that was built and in an old house. So I, I don't know that that matters. 
sounds like he's haunted he could be (laughs) i don't know but he's not had too many he's not had experiences like i have in this house but if it's an attachment following someone whether they know it or not i wonder if (laughs) if that can leak out and kind of harass the people around the person and it just comes off in a different perception for that person for one person it might be we'll just use you guys as an example one person it might be voices Mm -hmm. and one person it might be you know visual i don't know i'm just just Uh throwing out ideas or yeah you're both haunted which i don't know which (laughs) which answer you like better (laughs) i don't know all i know is um todd had paranormal experiences when he he was a teenager then probably about 16 years old and i did not have them until i moved into this house Hmm. and 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 visiting the stanley hotel a couple of times we we both had experiences there at that that, but that's not uncommon at the stanley hotel it's haunted well when i stayed at your house when you guys i'm not sure where you all were and i was there um house sitting for you guys i had two experiences so it it might not just be you guys haunted. It's probably the house because it couldn't be me. But oh, never you. <laughs> the, never you. Got, you. <laughs> at one point, while I was watching your animals, the cat ran out of the house, and I couldn't grab it in enough time, and it was gone for days. And then, thankfully, uh-huh. long. Uh, just so everyone knows, the cat did come back. I wasn't that bad, but. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but while the cat was gone, you have one of those litter boxes that senses motion and will clean up the mess in the litter box after the cat is finished with its business because it trips the right. motion sensor. Well, while I was trying to fall asleep one night, I could hear that darn thing going and going. I would stop. I hear it going and going. And I thought, doggone it! That stupid, you know. I don't know if it's running out of batteries, what's going on with it. It was driving me nuts. And I remember telling Heather the next day when she had called to see how things were going. And I said, man, that darn thing is going off down there, the, the automatic litter box cleaner. And Heather said, well, didn't you say the cat ran away? I said, yeah. And she said, well, then that wouldn't be going off because that thing detect only goes off when it detects motion. Mm-hmm. That freaked me out a little yeah. bit. I mean, these are obviously not nearly as terrifying as yours but then the other experience was i had the tv on and i was walking back into the bedroom and while i was in the bedroom i could hear it making noise different noises like i could just hear it changed i went back out into the living room and i'm looking at the tv and it was flipping through channels by itself and it stopped on a channel Mm -hmm. and like it selected it and it, I'm not talking like, yeah. you know, channels where you click up or down and it goes to the next channel, mm-hmm. like at a hotel room. This was like it went to the menu screen on like Dish or DirecTV, if we're allowed to use corporate oh, names like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like scrolling down through the menu and then it stopped on one and clicked it like someone like someone was using the remote. And I'm just watching it yeah. happen and it stopped on the channel and I'm looking around and the remote was in the kitchen and nothing was by it. And I thought, well. I think it's time to get out of this house. <laughs> but I mean, those are Did the you two. Go home? No, I didn't go home. <laughs> I, slept in... <laughs> I probably would have. <laughs> I mean, that's that stuff that's kind of easily explained. You know, it, it creeped me out for a little bit. 
but I will say that there are strange yeah. things that have happened to me there. Um, and Heather's told me stories and I've heard other stories from you, like the, um, that piece of furniture that in front of all of you swung out from the wall and hit the dog yes i forgot about that yes the door swung open and it caught diesel's harness on his coat scared scared him half to death he took off running and then the the cabinet went he was dragging the cabinet with it, it made a terrible sound it was like loud it made a lot of noise and it actually broke the <laughs> broke the door I was thinking about Jake. Wasn't it your dog, Jake, that he was sitting in the hallway? No, it was Diesel. Oh, okay. I thought oh, Heather told me a story where there, that thing that you have in the hallway, like the little, um, I, I don't want to call it a desk, but almost like a little bookshelf in yeah, there, okay. that it that it swung out in front of everyone and it, like hit Jake and he went barreling and no one was anywhere near it. Yeah, that could have happened to Jake too. Yeah. I just remember, I don't remember that one, but I do remember with diesel because this happened within the last year and also i was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden the clock on the wall just flew off the wall i mean it just fell off the wall and landed on the floor the kind of like the old it's like i got a pendulum in the bottom of it going back and forth and back and forth. yeah and it just all of a sudden it came off the wall and fell on the floor that was a couple of years ago oh, wow. it didn't break it amazingly because it's all you know glass on the front of it that's what I'm saying. I get so used to all this paranormal activity that I don't, I don't, I've had the TV change on me, like you said, too, that I just don't pay attention to because, because I'm, because I'm so used to it. But, you know, when we go to the Stanley Hotel, since it's haunted and we've had experience, a few experiences there, I tell those spirits before I leave, stay here. You'll have much more fun harassing all these visitors at this hotel and come to our boring house so <laughs> don't come home with me please don't come home with me i, I got my own ghost to deal with but <laughs> i do honestly i do i tell them to stay there they'll have more fun too bad you so, couldn't pack that, up yeah, your that's... ghost and then drop them off at yeah, yeah. <laughs> drop them off at the stanley at the stanley hey you want to come hey may i do that next time i go hey you want to have some real fun come with me and you I'll show you where you can have some real fun. <laughs> but yeah, so that when the clock when the clock did that, I didn't fly out of the house. When the when the when Diesel got his harness stuck on the doorknob or the knob or whatever, when the door opened and, and on him when he went by, yeah, I I haven't flown out of the house. I'm like, oh well, there's another another thing that's happened in this house. So when you say, how could you go back to bed after seeing those two things in your bedroom? It's like, well there's been so much that's happened in this house that i could see me doing that i mean i did in my dream if it was a dream yeah you know i just had a thought but i gotta Linda. say i don't like the yeah go go ahead finish your thought i was gonna say i don't really care for heather's room a whole lot and i don't like the basement too much after dark i mean i go mm -hmm. in them and stuff because you know if i need something but i still don't have a i still don't like going in there even though nothing's really happened in there in years and years and years things do happen in the basement but you know, I almost got from Amazon, you know, those little things they use in Ghost Hunters where they hold it up on one episode, they held it up, they were on a military ship, and they held this thing up and they could see an entity, that line of an entity peeking oh. in a room. Uh, you know what that's called? I can't remember what they're called, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you really want to do <laughs> that, Linda? And I almost, I, no, I said I almost bought one so I could see what's in the basement, and I thought, 
why on earth would I want to do that? I don't want to know what's <laughs> down there. So I didn't buy it. <laughs> what am I? I'm like, what am I thinking? Now, if I can see what's what's making the noise down there, I probably would never step foot in this house again. <laughs> so I really don't want to see what. <laughs> Sometimes ignorance so that, is bliss. That's what changed my mind. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I just had a thought but, before we were recording, Linda. You were telling us a story, yeah. and I'm going to ask you to tell that one again because. Okay. Um. Well, go ahead. I'll let you tell the story with you the mean uh, about the, uh, with, the with the, the gray shadow? shadow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I had been seeing uh, um, shadow figures out of the corner of my eye a lot lately. And uh, during the day, it's not a nice during the day I've been seeing them. And, you know, they're out of your corner of your eye. So when you look over, you don't see it. And so I was sitting on my and I'm usually sitting on my bed. I can see into the kitchen from my from my bedroom and I was sitting on on the bed I was on I was on my phone and I could have even talking to Heather I don't know but I was on my phone and I saw a shadow figure and and I kept seeing it and Todd when he when he's working on the cars he'll go downstairs to the basement and he'll come back through the kitchen and go outside and so I'm thinking was that Todd you know was that him and so then I saw it again and it, and it and, it, and I thought, well, so I, I decided that I was going to move my phone so that when I'm looking at my phone, I can look directly up at, at the kitchen and see if I can catch the shadow figure, you know, not out of the corner of my eye. And so sure enough, one showed up, came from the basement, direction of the basement, came over to the cabinets and then just slowly walked you know walked away if you if you want to call it walking went went away into the living room and it was casting shadows it was changing the the lighting in the room as though it was a person catching the light and making shadows so this shadow figure was making shadows it was really weird so i jumped out of the bed ran into the living room and todd was not there there was nobody he was outside because i was thinking it was it was not todd he was outside so I thought but that's the first time I've seen a shadow figure cast a shadow from, you know, moving mm-hmm. through the sun that's coming in the living room window. Because you usually so, hear them. Isn't that weird? Like absorbing <laughs> light almost, not casting a shadow. That is really interesting. Yeah, that was really weird. So if you thought it was Todd, did, did it have like a head and shoulders like a person would or? It was kind of grayish and kind of not real no i couldn't make any features out it was just kind of grayish kind of a a light gray shape do you think it was the same color gray as the entities that you saw in your bedroom i I knew you were gonna say that and (laughs) uh, and yeah it was kind of like that (laughs) okay oh wow yeah i'm just you know you told us that before we recorded and then as you mentioned that it for some odd reason my mind just went there but i want i mean is it the same thing i don't know it's, it's really uh, strange the gray you hear of shadow figures like Lowell said absorbing light they're like blacker than black or things of that nature uh-huh. to to mm-hmm. see a gray one especially one that is almost physically there in order to manipulate light right and create a shadow like yeah. it is a, a physical thing but mm-hmm. with that coloring well, that I've, matches I've of, go ahead yeah I was gonna say I've heard of people seeing ghosts manifest in front of them and and say like they were wearing turn of the century clothes and stuff like that you know so i've heard people seeing ghosts manifest in front of them 
And so I don't know if this was just a partial manifestation mm. of this thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That it, I really could not, it, it didn't manifest any features or clothing or anything like that. It was just a blank, a blank slate, if you will, kind of just, mm. you know, a blank gray, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty weird. I hope it doesn't manifest in a suit and tie. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that. No. <laughs> uh, it's pretty strange, Linda. I don't, there's definitely something going on there. I mean, yeah. what it is, I don't know. I pretend to be an expert. No, I don't even do that. <laughs> I was going to say, since when? <laughs> <laughs> and that was about a week ago that that, that I saw that. Oh, what? That was wow. real recent. So and is this a lot of activity for you? Um, because you recently, yes, uh -huh. yeah, okay, more activity okay. than than yeah. So I'm having a lot of activity right now, and it'll it'll go for a while where there's nothing, and then there's um, and then some activities start increasing, which is doing right now. Want to come visit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, want to want to come to my house and watch the dogs when i go on vacation because <laughs> right, you probably see me running out screaming like a little girl for the podcast <laughs> linda'll be like lovell it's not that big of a deal it happens all the time <laughs> and i'm running away screaming yeah, it's no big deal. and that's like i said heather does not want to own this house um ever <laughs> when we pass away she does not want to inherit it so I like I said I think I I think she should just then fix it up and 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 uh, rent it out as a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> she would probably get a lot of takers. <laughs> I'm just oh, joking, of course, yeah. but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I might take yeah. you up on that offer, Linda. Big <laughs> <laughs> <Make> money. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know if they'd manifest for if it's us or they'd it would meant they would man. Well, I don't know. They probably would because, like I said, a lot of the houses around here. Do have activity in them in this neighborhood. Sounds like something concentrated in that area. Wonder if you could find find information. I forgot how to research it. I'd like to research it, really. Yeah, I don't know how you'd get the information for that. I mean, um, I've never done any type of research like that before. I would just start out at the public library or the historical my, society. Yeah, yeah, yeah find the, the that oh, town's yeah. historical yeah. society. Maybe there was maybe there was hmm. a battle there, you know. Maybe it's home to a, a, a skirmish between you know Native Americans and something, or the, with the cavalry. I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of battles fought, I don't think, in Colorado over anything besides the, the Native Americans. But that whole, I think that whole area was kind of sacred. Mm -hmm. The whole Pikes mm -hmm. Peak region there, I think, was pretty sacred to the Utes. Pretty yeah. special, at least. I think them, so, so too. Yeah, and I've heard Cave of the Winds is very haunted. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Have you heard that? My, I think there's a book out about it. I don't know the name of it, but... One of my very good friends I think worked they... there for many years, and he actually let me go back into the like deepest parts of the cave where they couldn't take tours, and um, we did a little oh, bit yeah, of ghost right. hunting there, yeah. and we never caught anything. Uh -huh. um, I don't think he really had any particular stories in the years that he worked there. Um, he said oh, people yeah. did, but sometimes mm -hmm. he said, and I don't want to, I'm not saying this is what they did or what they do, but he said a lot of times right. places like that will try to drum up attention for it by alleging hauntings, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, okay. 
caves mm-hmm, sure. are kind of an interesting area that can really play with your mind, especially in the dark, mm-hmm. especially with how the harmon- harmonics work in it yeah with, with the echoes um that it can really kind of play with your psyche so not saying that that is what they do or if that's what other places do right um i think he was a little doubtful that it was haunted because i don't think mm-hmm. i think he was disappointed that he never had anything happen to him oh okay but i will say on that note not to get too far off topic the owner his boss of that area did send him pictures of the top of the mountain that he was hiking on just above Cave of the Winds on the property of giant footprints in the mm-hmm. snow. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And wow. I saw those pictures. So That's oh, interesting. Wow. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking it was Bigfoot? Very well could have been. I mean, I saw the pictures. Wow. If, it's hard to tell in, in the details of the pictures, but they are huge. Yeah. I mean, the guy had his foot next to it. You couldn't see the toes or anything, but it they were yeah. very large. That's interesting. I never knew that. And see, and I go let the dogs out at night. I take the flashlight and look for other eyes. Look at that, but I don't look, I don't look seven, eight feet, nine feet tall for eyeballs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's how they're hiding all the time. Linda figured it out. No one shines it up high enough. I'm, I'm always looking for something that isn't a deer, like, you know, mountain lion or something, because I've had oh. it on my property, but <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that, that is a hot, hot area for them there. Mm-hmm. So. I did not know that. Wow. That's interesting. That's kind of kind of creepy. I'm already creeped out going out <laughs> with the dogs at night. <laughs> but that's wow. only because of the normal wildlife that's out there. Yeah. The, you know, the average what's Colorado wildlife. Yeah. Bears and yeah. stuff. They're more afraid of you than you are of it. Unless, oh, that's good to know. <laughs> unless it's the springtime after hibernation when they're hungry or the fall time before hibernation when they're when they're hungry so you have a couple yeah. months yeah, in the I summer did. and all winter <laughs> right <laughs> now that's just yeah. for bears though <laughs> yeah. yeah and i did have one that wasn't far from me when i let the dogs out last year and mm-hmm. before they it was just before they went into hibernation there was one I, that was like probably about 15 feet away from me yeah. oh. and uh but yeah that kind of it was on the other side of the dog's fenced yard and so i'm like let's go inside fiona are you done (laughs) (laughs) let's get get out of here (laughs) yeah yeah that kind of because it was huffing at me it was making noise and i thought is that an aggressive like get away from me kind of what does the huffing mean (laughs) i don't (laughs) know much about bears (laughs) but it was huffing at me and and uh so yeah i wanted to get back in the house as quick as i could well, Linda, so. I just want to thank you so much for sharing your stories, especially the the ones that I know are a little bit more haunting to you. Thanks for coming on and heeding my pesting. Thanks for having me. Of yeah. course. Thank oh, you for yeah. having me. <laughs> well, yeah. I know that you've been silver pilled. You and I have been texting back and forth quite a bit on certain yeah. topics. So That's it's a, it's right. nice to oh man when we introduced you she should have said long time listener first time caller that would have been perfect (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but no thank you so much linda it was it was fun to hear your stories and i mean not to poke fun at them but um, we really enjoyed it and i always like hearing it lovell said it best before it's amazing as we started to get into this and talking with people that we've known for years and it just seems amazing that everyone seems to have at least one story 
there's very few people that we've met anymore that were like oh they have nothing you know everybody has at least one or two that they say i, yeah. I can't tell you what it was yeah well i got a lot of them i was gonna say house. you have a, a, a lot a lot more of them well linda so. um hopefully we could get some listeners maybe that'll um maybe have similar experiences that they can kind of shed some light on it um if not we'll still yeah. to continue to pray for you and pray over okay. you and what's going on so thanks again for coming on and i guess until what, what do we say about oh no we forgot our closing uh, <laughs> until your next weekly dose oh, darn. Uh, until we refill that your sounds prescription good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a good one too. I like that. <laughs>